Greetings. We are live once again on this 30-day challenge for me to do an approach a day, 10 minutes of Brazilian Portuguese a day, a live stream a day, hit the gym every day, and as a fundamental concept, as an overall, be more playful, be more chatty, be more sociable. And I'm not even sure what day it is, but I think we're coming up to around halfway through. So just a quick group up of the uh, well, actually, priorities, priorities, lads, priorities. I have one of my favorite whiskeys at the moment. Brilliant whiskey. I'm going to have a swig of this to celebrate my, it's actually my, I think my 20th live stream in a row. So every single day I've done a live stream for 20 days, but that wasn't at the, including the challenge, right? So the challenge started about 12 days ago. So I've still got another 18 to go in a row, but to celebrate me doing that and also about to head to the gym, as everyone knows, the ultimate pre-workout drink is, of course, a whiskey. Satat says, fist again. That's fist again. Fist again. That's not fist again. Any whiskey drinkers out there who are looking for a new whiskey that isn't going to break the bank, but it's fucking high quality. Nick at Coffee Grain. It's one of the Japanese whiskeys. It is a beautiful, beautiful drop. So I toast you all. Catching Troy up, you're catching Troy up with the live streams. Um, what the amount of live streams? I mean, there will be a lot of actual concept coming out. We have a backlog. Les has been busy running two Austin boot camps back to back, right? Um, and we're waiting for him to edit the content, so it will be coming out. There's lots of shit hot content from Mexico. I'm going to have content of me filmed in London. Me and Troy obviously going off to Russia soon, so we're going to get loads of cool content on the DJIs. We've got London bootcamp footage coming up. We've got a taster session I did with another client called Luke coming up in London, so lots and lots of stuff. But, yeah, just to uh... – oh, it smells so good. So good. Oh, what a whiskey. Anyway. Enough of that shenanigans. What are we talking about today? Key concept that I constantly bear in mind that we're going to talk about both on a dating and a day game and an overall masculinity lifestyle level is gamifying life. Life is a fucking game, right? Read Winning Through Intimidation. Robert Ringer, he talks about ice ball theory, which is in 50 billion years, the entire world's going to be a block of ice, Right. Uh, and also mortality, just mortality theory that none of us are coming out of this game of life alive. Therefore, have fucking fun with the game. Play with the game. Realize it's just a game, right? There's a brilliant book that I'll touch on at the end, but that I, I read initially called Actionable Gamification um, by basically a former video game geek in South Korea who basically was like, actually, I realized by, by kind of playing games that I could kind of use these concepts and put it into my own life. So it was just a fuckload of fun to be part of. You can challenge yourself. You can level up your skills. You can get better. The more you can treat this thing that we do as a game, i.e. having fun with it, but also realizing everything's learnable, everything's adjustable, everything is a process of you win or you learn, gamifying elements of it on a, on a small and a long-term level, both in dating, day game, and in life as a man, the more fun you're going to have on it, right? The more fun you're going to have in it. So... Yeah, I think the main thing to start with is thinking life is a game, um, turning things into a game, turning life into a game, turning your approaching into a game makes, means it doesn't you don't take anything personally, right? One of the key measurements, the tenets of a brilliant book I recommend called The, the Four Agreements is he was like, don't ever take anything personally. 
even if a guy puts a gun to your head and pulls the trigger, which actually ironically did happen to me, but even if a guy does do that, don't take it personally. It was nothing about you. He doesn't know shit about you, right? He was doing it because he felt something, right? Um, it was down to him, his feelings, his emotions. We do stuff because of ourselves. We don't do stuff because of other people. People, you know, don't take anything personally. And that's the one of the key tenets in this Four Agreements book. Highly recommend you, you check it out. Um, but uh, but treating it all as a game means you don't take any of it personally, right? Obviously, I'm not saying don't have boundaries, don't have standards. And when people step on your toes, don't crack the whip. But don't take anything personally. That's one of the big things. Um, and you can treat it as, you you know, you're playing a game, right? So let's talk about it for the day game and dating sense. You are basically a character in this game with strengths, different strengths, different weaknesses. Some of you may have really poor flirting skills. Some of you may have real problems listening, actively listening, not just waiting for your turn to speak, waiting for your actually listening to what someone says, taking it, pivoting on it and playing with it. Yeah. Uh, some of you might have real issues being teasy, being playful, having banter, kind of flirting skills as well. We can't think our way into these skills. If I could take what I knew from doing this for a few years and put it into your head, like the matrix, like a skill set, I can just chip in. I would, but I can't. The only way to learn this stuff is not thinking your way to better skills. It's actually going out and doing stuff, right? So if you know that your flirting skills are shite, if you know that you're not very teasy, you're unable to come up with stuff in the moment, you're unable to kind of pivot stuff, be funny, be playful. Um, these that's the, the one of the key elements you need to work on right and you can go out there and just by practicing and getting better and not making the same mistakes you level that skill set up right and you can treat that because it's all a game and you're treating yourself as a character within the game you can be like objectively thinking right you know how can I get better how can I make this character better right and it's going to be super rewarding because it's obviously your life it's your game but this is this is a way of doing it so you don't take it personally it's not too serious it's not like overwhelming turn challenges into a game i think that's a big thing as well i mean with this stuff it's called game for a reason right people take it very very seriously and admittedly the actual overriding context of this is serious because we're trying to basically go out and date the highest value partners we can women are trying to do the same as well right they're trying to get the highest hottest girl hottest guys hottest girls i wish and look well some of them are most of them are trying to get the hottest, highest value guys, right? People talk about hypergamy. It's the same, right? We're, we're always looking for younger girls. We're looking for sexier girls. Always the way. So I think, yeah, turning that challenge, you know, turning this, 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 this thing, game, cold approach, day game, dating into a challenge as well. Thinking, right, I'm going to, I talked, touched on this yesterday, but, but playing to win, going out, challenging yourself to go on an instant date challenging yourself to go into three or four groups of, of large you know mixed groups or, or girls and being like fuck it i'm just going to banter have fun it's the only way to learn this stuff we only learn by experiential learning a, a good way to illustrate this right you guys some of you guys will be around my age right 34 you remember like the old school video games arcades that obviously still exist right but i used to go in there you have your, your pound coins or wherever you're playing it right and you've got like house of the dead machine house of the dead or you've got time crisis four right if you knew, if you went in there and, you know, we're there and you saw the coin slot was broken, so you had unlimited tries, right? And you you knew you were going to come in and you had a desire to complete that game because you love the game, right? Would you think you'd complete the game? 
if you had unlimited tries at Time Crisis 4, right? Because the coin slot's broken, you get unlimited goes. Or unlimited goes at House of the Dead. Or unlimited goes at Metal Gear Solid. Would you complete the game? You'd be like, yeah, fuck, of course I will. Because during that process of a video game, right, you level up your skills, you get better, you learn how that works, or you fail it enough times and then, then figure out how it works, and then you just that's assimilated into your repertoire, right? It's the same as this. It's the same as this, right? The the hard bit is, I guess, so say, say we use Time Crisis as an example, you're seeing that play out in front of you, and you're realizing because you can see it all, right, and you're controlling it, you see what you did right, you see what you did wrong, and then you adjust, and you get better, and your progression is quite rapid. I guess the the differentiating factor with dating and day game is its first-person view, but there's other live players in the game, right? Girls or obstacles, got boyfriends, right? We can't control those characters. They don't do the same things as they do in the game. Most old-school games like Time Crisis 4 or House of the Dead, it's always the monster coming at the same angle, right? On the same level, at the same time. I haven't played proper video games in years, so maybe it's different now. Maybe it assimilates a thousand different scenarios that can come in the game, and it, it, it's got adaptive technology, so it learns. But when I was playing these in these old-school video game arcades, you always saw the monster coming from the same angle at the same time, or the bad guy, or whatever, right? This is different, because it's never the same when you're first person into the game of dating, into day game, it's even cool fucking day game, right? Really, we're talking about social skills. So there's nuancing factors and that makes it hard because if you keep doing the same things, right? And expecting different results and it's not working, that's the definition of insanity. So there's a slight nuance there, but the comparison is still legit where if you knew, yeah, the house, the, the time crisis game, if you knew how the limited goes, you'd fucking back yourself to complete the game. It's the same with this stuff. You just got to learn smart. But again, treat it like a game. That's why you should get feedback from people. But it is a game. You get better and better and better. You level up your weak points because you're only as strong as your weakest link. And you get to that goal, whatever that goal may be. Maybe it's dating two or three hot girls on exclusively. Maybe it's finding a bisexual girlfriend to just have fun with. Maybe it's getting married. It doesn't really matter what it is. But you would level up and you would back yourself to complete the game, right? So that's an analogy worth bearing in mind. There's a couple of really good books I'd focus on, you know, looking into this on further. So Actionable Gamification by a guy with a very long South Korean name. I have no idea how to pronounce it, but that would be one of them. The other one is The Practicing Mind by Thomas Stirner. Uh, brilliant book. But the, the key concept he take, talks about that is that ability to practice. Like we talk about, you win or you learn. You always look to get better. You win or you learn. That's a key, a key premise. And the way to do this practically, and guys, if you've got any questions on this stuff, um, then obviously just let let me know uh, in the in the side columns there in the side columns in the question column. Um, but yeah, you can you you treat it as a as an overall hero's journey, right? Actionable hero's journey. This is your hero's journey. This is your game of life. This is your game. So on a longer term level, you should always be seeking to challenge yourself. Do stuff that means stuff to you. Challenge yourself to do stuff that means you know stuff to you. But remember, it's treating it like a game. Have fun with it. It could, you know, it could be like, you know, one of the things that I want to do, right, in the next few years is go to the US and draw and do 50, all 51, 52 states. I uh, always get confused on that, but basically get a motorbike and drive to every single state, right? I've got a week in each state. In each state, I've got to do, try one national dish, uh, which would be, I don't know, I 
don't know, not national dish, one state dish, whatever the kind of, you know, food, whatever it is, you know, for each thing is the speciality of the thing. Maybe it'd be ribs in Louisiana or whatever. I don't know. I'm just thinking of the top of my head, but one dish traditionally from that place, right? I've got to sleep with one girl from that place and I've got to try one state activity. So for example, it could be husky racing in Alaska, right? Sleep with one girl from Alaska, eat Sarah Palin. No, don't, don't eat Sarah Palin. That'd be a chewy old piece of meat. Um, eat something from Alaska, whatever the speciality there is. And if I do that, I complete it. I go to the next thing. I was going to vlog that, right? So I'm going to pick it in a few years' time. That will be my a year of my life. And that will be sick. So I'll be vlogging it. It'll be gamified. It's fun, right? So gamify the situation. Always try and gamify it. makes it more fun. Takes the pressure off. Won't take it personally. And it's a, a, just a good state to be in, right? Because you're playing a game. It's a good way to challenge yourself, level up any skill set you've got. But on a miniature level, you could be thinking this for, say, the day game stuff. Something you could do in London is every every time you, you're going out to do some approaches, go to a new tube stop on the underground map, jump off there, and just say to yourself, right, I'm going to walk around, I'm going to see the city a bit, and I have to do, say, four approaches within, you know, 90 minutes or five approaches within an hour. Something like that, and that's the challenge, right? You challenge yourself. You put mini games, mini obstacles, make it fun, challenge yourself. That's the best way to be. Um you know, things like going, I can only go on instant dates today, leaving your phone at home and being like, I can only go on instant dates, uh, or I have to try and kiss the girl within five minutes of the conversation, right? Every girl, I have to try and kiss her. If I'm speaking to her, I've got signs of interest. She's standing there for more than, say, three, four minutes. I have to try and kiss her, even if I think she's going to reject you, reject me, maybe. Or if I'm going on a date, I have to try and kiss her within 20 minutes, even if I know probably that first kiss attempt, she's going to shy away. Or I have to try and take her back to my house within an hour. So you can gamify every little thing on a smaller level. I'm trying to avoid the, uh, avoid the word because uh, some guy pointed out to me the other day, I've been saying macro and the opposite of that, something penis. Those two words, the two M words, far too much. So I'm trying to think of synonyms or alternative words I can use instead of those. But yeah, challenge yourself on a, on a smaller level right, on a daily basis, whether it's the dating, whether it's the cold approach, whether it's just going throughout your day. Again, it's the key premise of challenge yourself, isn't it? Challenge yourself, turn it into a game. Challenge yourself plus turn it into a game. What a fucking fun premise to be in because you're going to be in an excited kind of flow state, which is the best state to learn. You're not going to take it personally. How can you take it personally? It's a fucking game, right? So this is something I just wanted to share this mindset because this is something that's really helped me. There's been a few of these that we can go through if guys want to hear them. Not today, but in other streams. There's the Jocko Willink good thing, which is essentially reframing to the positive. There's the reminders that I do on a daily basis that I'm mortal and that time is my most valuable asset. There's gamifying everything. There's an overarching premise to challenge myself. Yeah, those are the, the big ones that every day, those are on my mind. Every fucking day, without fail, I'm thinking about these things multiple times. And you know what? It's made my life a fuck ton better. So those are things you can literally steal if you want and plant them into your life. Just say to yourself, right, for the next three days, I'm going to consciously remember these things. If you see good impact, you're like, I'm going to try it for a week. Conscious, even write them on a card, right, in your wallet. Every time you draw out a condom, which is hopefully a lot, enough, not for a, po a lot, not for a posh wank, but to do the job, um, or your, your debit card to pay, or even the back of your phone if you've got a phone case, you see it, and it consciously reminds you, right? That is a fucking cool – those are four fucking cool premises to have in mind. They really helped me. And the other one, the boss is always watching. 
right? The most important person to prove anything to in this reality, in this life is you, right? Yourself. You're the most important person in this. And it's not being selfish. It's being realistic, right? We need to be a bit more selfish. We need to start impressing this person, right? That's how you build your self-esteem. Fuck what anyone else thinks. It's not about that. This is your own journey. This is about yourself. So proving to yourself how good you can be. And alongside that bosses watching concept, gamifying everything makes it fun. Challenging yourself, realizing your time is limited. You know, if you interlink all those premises, it's shit hot stuff. And it's what I think about. It's what drives me to be better every day. Right. And it's, it's my pro productivity now compared to me three or four years ago. is just a completely different beast, completely different beast. Um, rant over. I've been ranting for 16 minutes and 52 seconds about turning stuff into a game. Uh, but it is how I see life. And it's how I just don't take things too seriously because it can be all doom and gloom, can't it? But there's no point. We might as well have fun with it, right? Let's have a look at these questions. I'll rattle through these and I'm going to fuck off the gym and leave you guys to it. What dates are you in Moscow? Just to recap, 8th to the 11th, St. Petersburg, the second city of Russia, very friendly, crazy nightlife. 15th, to the 18th, I'm saying this with confidence, but I'm not completely sure. <laughs> Let me just get up the old calendar. 8th to the 11th, St. Petersburg. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four hours a day, five hours a day, training for four days, 20 hours. I've got two guys signed up. We've got two remaining for St. Petersburg. I'm not swearing at you, but we have one, two remaining, right, for St. Petersburg. We have three signed up to Moscow. We've got one remaining. The Moscow dates are 15th to the 18th of July. 22nd to the 25th, we're going to Sochi, which is the Russian Ibiza. Absolute worldies on beach. Two space remaining for that. After that, I'm going to fuck off along the coast, up the coast, Russian coast to another couple of cities, and then fly to Kazakhstan and Armenia, and then come back to Siberia. Just random fucking places. Maybe I'll bring one person along if they get in touch and they want to join for a few days, something like that, where it's not strictly a boot camp, but you'll just be approaching with me, having beers with me, basically jumping into my life. Yeah. So if any of that interests you, send me an email, info at jamestuss.com. Entry to UK citizens is allowed in Russia. And for those of you, it's not allowed direct flights. We know many guys that have gone from, from the US, from France, from Germany. They just go via a place, spend a day there, and then they can come in. There doesn't seem to be any regulation on that. They're not tight on it, right? You need to get probably a Russian visa. Uh, it's easy to do that for a one trip thing. It costs you like 40 pounds, which would be like $60 for a one off visa and you'll have to stay for a month. So any questions on any of this stuff, email me info at jamestuss.com and we can jump on a WhatsApp call, clear anything up. Love to have you guys out there. It's going to be a fucking blast. I'm super excited. Uh, what advice would you give to your 25 year old self? Exactly the four premises I've talked about. Realize you're going to die. So do what the fuck you want and just fucking fill that time it's from basically when you're born to when you die with shit that makes you happy because ultimately your meaning has zero existence and you might be remembered if you're super famous for a very short time in history but essentially within 70 years everyone you know and including yourself will probably be dead so kind of an irrelevance but in a very freeing empowering way live the life you want to fucking live do what you fucking want to live don't do shit you don't want to do in life treat it as a game have as much fun as you possibly can um live that boss is watching concept of the only person you're trying to impress in life is yourself 
and challenge yourself as a man on a prem on a fundamental premise every fucking day to get better. That will be what I'd say, right? In a nutshell, um, a small way of challenging yourself every day is start cold approaching because it gives you that jolt of fear. It's the most effective way to meet the opposite sex. And let's be honest, ultimately, our only purpose in life on an evolutionary level is born, reproduce, and die. Your body doesn't differentiate that you're shooting your sperm into a condom. You're still driven by those thousand-year-old impulses, thousands of millennia-old impulses, right? Hence why we're so desperate to get out meeting you girls. I hope that sums it up. It was a bit of a waffled answer, but it should make some sense to guys that kind of understand the mindset I live in. Shen said, hello, Tusk. Do you have simple advice about a girl you already had sex with and this girl is trying to invade your life and searching for long-term relationship? How do you deal with it? Please invade your life, man. These are good problems to be having. I mean, you, you're obviously your game is on point. If she's like, you know, constantly go whoosh, trying to jump into your, 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 your life, like a horny beaver into your dam. Um, I mean, if you're really not interested in a man, stop hooking up with her, stop messaging her. If you are interested in her, tell her that you don't want something serious. If you don't, and just continue going and approaching. Living rent-free in your head, random one, but if you ever double whammy to chick with either a student or a fellow teacher, no comment on that. <laughs> Even Kowalski, it's never as fun when you have unlimited plays. True, and the good thing about life is you don't have unlimited plays because the average human, the average human uh expectancy is average life expectancy uk is 81 years in days average life expectancy in days the average person lives 27,375 days I have lived, let's assume old Tusk lives another 40 years. So, because I'm 34, let's assume I live to 74, which probably won't happen. Because although I look beautiful on the outside, I've a fairly hedonistic lifestyle with no real regrets, actually. So, I can't complain. I have 14,000. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, fuck. That's not many. 40 calendar years, you know, assuming I have left to live, touch wood, I live longer. But I only have 14,600 days. That's quite worrying, isn't it? So four, I wake up 14,000 times, right? I have 14,000 wake-ups, the sunrise, the sunset, and then I'm kaput. So, yeah, again, not to harp on, but this mortality thing, memento mori, realizing you're going to die, not pretending you're, you know, you've got five lifetimes to live. It's super important, right? The amount of people I, I, I meet who are just going through life in slow motion. And it's like, oh, they're like, oh, man, yeah, maybe I'll come and do some training with you one day. And they're like 44. I'm like, how long have you been trying a cold approach for? They're like, wow, I've, I've given it a go over the last four years. I'm like, so how, how many dates have you been in the last two, you know, year? And they're like, oh, well, one. And I was like, how do you meet? And they're like, Tinder. I was like, fucking hell, man. You're not living in reality. A lot of people just aren't living in reality. Wake up and smell the fucking roses, right? You've got, as men, we peak at 38, say, to the opposite sex. And it's a slow decline after that if you keep yourself relevant. But fuck, get on with it. You don't have time to be wasting. Beautiful weather here in London. Perfect for approach it is. I've just moved to Soho for two weeks. So I'm super excited to be here as well. It's a beautiful day outside. Um, I can't wait to get out on the streets. No skin in the game. All good games you mentioned there. 
question can you ever get a real reason why a girl rejects you i hooked up with this one once she hasn't replied to me ever since no and i wouldn't bother wasting your energy about it think of that stark sphere of control control what you can control fuck everything else off but look for patterns looking very healthy today james botox i did in the in full transparency i had deep frown lines here right so i i went uh i met a girl in brazil who worked as a uh cosmetic um uh something or other nothing happened right we just got chatting and she was like look do you want some honest feedback and i was like expecting her to dress down my game going stop drinking cyprinius a game sucks but she went look let me show you something and she showed me basically similar frown lines on me compared to a guy who's like hasn't done anything about them in 10 years and they're deep fucking forays they look like gordon ramsay style and she's like but it's very simple if you just get a touch up here 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 and it cost me like fucking 100 pounds right and you do it once every eight months right you stay looking reasonable when you get to a certain age maybe you've lived quite a hard lifestyle ollie pierce was talking about the fashion guy um he was like yeah fucking look at that shit right appearance is important of course it fucking is right as it's it's important for you for your own self-confidence levels it's important you look in the mirror and you think you look good because that's going to drive your behavior right and just drive how you interact with the world around you but also people will notice it women will notice it and to preempt you know what lots of guys gonna gonna say oh that's fucking gay mate all these pierce was completely correct you look at all these fucking hollywood a-listers especially these fighters which are the new fucking a-listers right you're fucking in Garnus, you're fucking Conor McGregor's, you're fucking Floyd Mayweather's. They're all fucking, they've all fucking got Botox, right? They're in public eye. They want to look, they want to look shit hot. Do they think it's gay? The fighters that would beat the fuck out of you, gay rappers, getting it, right? There you go. So that's my take on it, and I want to be yeah, full up and honest with you about it. But yeah, I want to fucking look good. I want fucking opportunities. I want options, right? What else we got? All right, fuck. There's a, there's a fucking load of questions here. Um, I'll just do the red of once. Fuck yeah, thank you, Tusk. I don't know what sure. Boss quality once again. I'm in St. Petersburg. Good. Well, if you want to meet up, send me an info, uh, email info at jamestusk.com. We'll get something in there. Bit of a common question, I'm sure. Apologies for that. Which city would you begin with in a tour of South America? Either Bogota or Rio would be my suggestions uh colombian women solid capital rio very solid place to game and it's got a beach those would be my two go-to's does these things apply everything in the world yes crazy guy they do hey Tusk, you still have time for a taster in london or he booked up i do you may be with me you may be with martin who's been doing some work with me he's formerly of daygame.com he's been doing this even longer than me he was the cameraman when i did my boot camp many moons ago so he's he's brilliant with beginners so get in touch info at jamesus.com we'll have a chat how do you do with the language they barely speak english here that's not true i've been to st petersburg i had no issues and i don't speak a word of rough russian that's a lie das vidania privyet nastarovia mr bond i speak three words what's up man you going to novosibirsk okay if you insist email me tell me about it how do you convert a girl who likes attention into getting her to arousing day game? Uh, that's the entirety of this channel. Watch every single one of the 750 videos and then you'll have your answer. Obviously, don't do that. Just go out and practice your first flirting skills. Breaking news. Ray Abraham from Las Vegas has plans to expand day game to Los Angeles region. Who the fuck is Ray Abraham? 
Yo, tell us about the rugby league player you coached. Which one was this again? I've coached a few. Thank you, Tusk. James, the side approach, what would you suggest for someone who's starting business? What is the important thing to focus on first? Doing something you enjoy because it takes up seven, eight, nine hours of your day. If you enjoy it, like I enjoy this stuff, it doesn't even feel like work. So I never feel like I'm working, right? I enjoy the sales calls. I enjoy helping people. I enjoy traveling the world. I enjoy helping, you know, day gaming with guys and teaching them day gaming in all these crazy cities. I love what I do. So it doesn't feel like work to me. It's just a lifestyle. I love it. That's why I'm successful. That's why I like putting out value. That's why I'm consistently showing up because I, I like what I do. Anyways, to reduce flake rate for beginners, yes, for the 72nd time, my favorite Afghani goat farmer, Bazde Hassan Sabah, get coaching because you don't know what you're up to, right? If you're getting huge amounts of flakes and you've been doing this for a while, you don't know what you're doing, you need some feedback. My favorite number up there, 69 viewers. Let's keep it that way. Approaching in stores and workplaces, waitresses, cashiers, women to be paid, to be courteous, different game involved, how do you know flirting or friendliness? Doesn't matter, just practice your flirting skills. You're going to know when you say, hey, that's grab a drink and I'm... Which is the best, best Scandinavian city to meet women? I've always wanted to visit Stockholm. My personal favorite is Helsinki. Crazy place, blonde hair, blue-eyed girls. Uh, decent looking, perfect English. Love getting absolutely hammered. Love karaoke. Love naked saunas. Crazy fucking place. Very promiscuous. Absolutely love it. Can get the ferry from Helsinki to Tallinn as well and tear it up over there for a weekend and then come back again. Um, should you offer to pay on an instant date? Yes, I believe so. Lubo, can you tell us how many women on average we should approach to get a phone number or a date? How many times I'm going to have to go through this? If anyone can answer this for me, the ratios that they always talk about, right? I will buy them a beer when we cross paths. If someone can put in the chat, the ratios how many approaches to a phone number do i always say how many phone numbers to a date do i always say how many dates to a lay do i always say if someone can tell me that i'll buy them a beer if they're in london and they they want to cross paths with me all right or we can sit down and have a coffee if you don't drink and i'll finish up now who the fuck is ray yeah who the fuck is ray do you think the type of job a man does affects whether women find him attractive the important thing is the man is passionate about the job. Adam, one in 10, be more specific with that. I want a ratio of number of what a good approach to number phone number ratio is. I want the ratio of how many numbers it takes to get a date. And I want the ratio of taking a girl home from a date. So if, if no one can tell me that, you people have not been listening. Because every single live stream I've had for the last three years, someone asked me that. And I always say it. Yes. This man has won himself a beer. If you're in London, message me. Let's meet up for a beer or a coffee. 100%. And he's even better. One in three approaches is a number. This is stats verified by guys that taught me, by guys that I've taught that are good, by coaches around the world. This is, and by my own stats when I track them. One in three approaches a phone number. He's completely right. You've got a beer and a shot bought for you because you've done two things correctly. One in three is a phone number. Out of 10 phone numbers, you get two dates, so one in five ratio. And you go, if you go on, you should sleep with one of those girls. So 50% ratio, one in two, right? So between 20 to 30, 20 on the low end if you're good, 
or if you're in places where the women are more receptive, like Thailand, if you're a white dude, or Sweden, if you're an Arab dude or a black dude, yes, they have massive power over their scarcity. An Indian dude, right? Indian dude with a British accent, you guys clear up in Vegas. You guys clear up in Sweden. You guys clear up in Oslo, if you know what you're doing game-wise. This is the correct. Yes, again, just to recap. <laughs> it's just all my life is, is recapping the same information. Moscow, 15th to the 18th of July, I'll be there. Get in touch with me if you want to discuss it, info at jamestoss.com. But this man has won himself a beer or a coffee in London if you're here. Email me, info at jamestoss.com. We'll have a chat. Um, yeah, one in three phone approaches a phone number. Ten phone numbers gets you two dates, so one in five right and you sleep with one girl so between 20 to 30 new approaches is a girl in your bed if you're approaching 20 to 30 girls a week and you know what you're doing three girls a day three approaches per day then one one longer session on the weekend very time effective you should be generating at least two dates new two new dates a week that's 100 unique dates a year that's 50 new girls in your life and you're not even exerting that much effort if you get up to kofi style levels of approaching 100 a day God knows what you can do damage-wise, right? But this is why cold approach is so effective when you know what you're doing. But to go back to this question, uh, here we go. Okay, so there's always outlaws. Fair play to Tom Hardy if he doesn't have that Botox, but he is probably one of the most desirable men in Hollywood anyway. He's also an alpha celebrity. He could walk into any bar, probably. Um, I'm trying to think of a scenario where he'd get turned down. If they did some operation where they put his legs um, here and his arms on his thing for a role, say they were doing it for like a sci-fi role and it went wrong, but basically he had legs coming out where his arms should be and his arms where feet should be, and he walks into a bar, he'd still get laid like a rock star. Even that dude, right, who's pretty much the epitome of unattractive, he's now dead, the little um, midget dude from... Uh, from Austin Powers, I know that's not the correct terminology, so apologies if there's any dwarves or vertically challenged people watching this. Apologies for that. But even that dude, right, mini-me from Austin Powers, there was some fucking centerfold where he just he's saying, saying how he banged like five fucking Playboy models or something, like in a fucking orgy. And the guy's like four foot, bald as a coot, complete alopecia. He's, I mean, it's just farcical. But again, fame, it's the ultimate aphrodisiac for women fame if you the shortcut to any of this shit get famous <laughs> basically that's what i'd recommend get famous you don't need game it's fucking out the window um but yeah i just want to finish on this question because it's very good do you think the type of job a man does affects women whether women find them attractive on yes it's a if it's a type of job where it's like a, a boss level job right so he's a rock star you're you're a rock star you're you're a professional you're a professional sportsman um, something like that, right? You're going to get laid like a rock star because success, fame and success are the ultimate aphrodisiacs. If you're the CEO, CEO, CEO of a company, you're going to get laid like a rock star. Maybe your pond of fishing is going to be more limited to just women you know, but you're still going to get... It, it's just representative of success, right? If, you're pas if you can climb to the top of whatever niche you're in, the, the higher up the niche you're in, the more power you exert, the more women you get simply by having that even if you have non-existent game skills right stepping down from that if you're partly i think the important thing to, to think about with your job is do something you're passionate about i think you have to be passionate about it 
if you're doing a job it could be quite a high-end job like you could be a quite a high-end lawyer or high-end accountant which society deems as quite high value jobs but if you fucking hate it right you're going to drag that into your everyday life you are the sum of your habits if you're doing a job for seven or eight hours a day right that is a large you know come god knows how many hours a week that's a large quantity of your life you're doing something you're not really enjoying that's going to affect your interactions with women that's going to affect how you see yourself your confidence levels your vibe right you shouldn't be doing stuff you don't like for hours and hours a day for weeks and weeks and months and months of your life because that's not going to equal happiness if you're passionate about a job you do really passionate about a job you do because that's all partly that's what women are looking at they're looking at ambition yes they want to see a guy who's climbing to the top of the tree or is in the process of work of, of going there right what does old nightingale he say he says um success is the success uh, progressive realization of a worthy ideal success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal she wants to see you claim climbing that ladder to success there's no end point with it but she wants to see ambition she wants to see drive she wants to see focus she wants to see passion passion is uh, about stuff when you're passionate about life passionate about the job you do passionate about things going on in your life you know that is infectious that's addictive that's an amazing energy to be around women want men who are passionate about shit they you know it, we're very lucky in life we can choose whatever the fuck to do we want most of us probably most of the people watching this channel if you're being honest you're probably not living on the street not homeless on your own iphone watching this turning down vegan sandwiches outside of prep you fucker that's the last time i give you one you know we're very lucky we can pick and choose what we want to do the reason we don't pick and choose what we want to do is because we're scared and we're lazy but it is worth thinking about doing something that you you know job wise that you enjoy because again ultimately if you're passionate about it the chance of you rising higher up in that job being more successful in that job and the fact is your time is going past every day every week and you never get it back those are all factors that indicate this is what you need to be focusing on right i hope that makes sense i've waffled on this was supposed to be a question about uh gamification do you live in moscow no i don't live in moscow um oh you're talking to someone else okay is this opener okay hi you look interesting and i wanted to meet you i'm lubo what's your name yes you could say that it does sound a bit like um one-dimensional should we say it's not very creative but it, if you're just getting used to cold approach that's fine task have you had an eyes wide shut scene have i ever been to a sex party i've been to environments that might you might deem similar to some of the scenes you've seen in eyes wide shut if that's what you're asking guys it's been a pleasure i've ranted on long and hard we're up to 80 viewers and to celebrate that i'm going to have one final taste of this fine ass whiskey that I'd highly recommend if you're looking for a budget, not budget, if you're looking for a decent drinkable Japanese whiskey that's not gonna break your bank, you could probably get this online for about 55 pounds. This is, as I said before, the perfect way to end this live stream before I go to the gym. Damn, that'd be good. I will be getting Mr. Cuts on the uh, co-author of the texting book we've got exciting news we've now got a all-in-one texting pro package so you basically can get the texting book it's called texting women from phone number to first day everything you need to text the the, the structure that me and mr thorpe have used um for 
you know, he was my original wingman six years ago, and it's the structure that we came up with, five-step process. There's hundreds of examples in the book of, of kind of us taking the girl from having done the cold approach, getting her out on the date, right? All the troubleshooting elements. If you just take that, you can copy the examples, you learn the structure, it's all you ever need for the structure, right? So we had that book out as an ebook and as a solid, you know, soft cover book. We've now got a Texing Pro package for $197. It's an absolute banger. You get the book, you get access to a WhatsApp group with myself and Mr. Thorpe on, uh, where you can ask us questions about the texting and you're with all the other guys who have bought the book, right? Or bu bought the package. And so it's got like-minded guys really helping each other out with examples, GIFs, templates, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to link this below, by the way, so you can see it. You can just click through and, and purchase it if you want. So you have access to that texting book group for life, right? It's a one-off payment, $197. You get the book itself. You get access to the texting group for life. You get um, access to the Kajabi portal, which has loads of videos of me demonstrating this stuff in real time, actually blow-by-blow -blow examples of using this stuff and me breaking it down on videos. Um, and you get a free consultation with Mr. Thorpe as well, where you can troubleshoot free for half an hour, 40 minutes, anything you want to do with the texting, and it'll personally give you all the answers. All that for $197, it's an absolute banger. It's a complete guide to all the texting. It's everything you could ever want. I'm gonna link that below. If you're keen on it, go for it. Um, That's the end of that chapter. All I can say, guys, thank you once again for tuning in. I'm counting down the days to get out of London. Don't get me wrong, I love it here, but I'm excited for a fresh journey, a fresh actionable gamification of my own life, charging off to Mother Russia with nothing other than Troy Francis, his leather harness, and a small DJI camera with which to film our activities, and my three words of Russian. And on that note, dasvidaniya to my faithful guys out there watching this. Uh, Thank you once again for tuning in. This channel wouldn't even be in existence if it wasn't for you guys supporting it. It's not me doing the old Federal, oh, thank you very much, Wimbledon speech. It's the general reality that you can only have a job and you can only put out value if people need that value and they resonate with that value. And I've turned into Harvey Tudent. That whiskey has flooded straight into my veins. Look at that. It's angelic whiskey. It's turned me into Harvey Tudent. But no, seriously, thank you. Tune in again. Mr. Thorpe, the co-author, will be doing a live stream with me Thursday morning. Today is Tuesday. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about everything you need to know for first dates. How to go, how to physically escalate, how to verbally escalate. I'm off to the Russian embassy to secure my visa, my unlimited entry, £700 business visa, where you can swan in and out as much as you want for 12 months. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you guys again. Pleasure, as always. And we will talk. Amanya, manana.